0: Welcome to Men Are Nuts, a podcast about mental health, emotional health, physical health and psychological health. First it started with MAN, M-A-N, the acronym for Men Are Nuts. And we have a very special guest on the show for for you today. Can you introduce yourself? Hello. Hi, hi,
1: Um, I'm Ruth Eden, so it's really nice to be here today. I'm the Founder of Child Behaviour Direct and um, the creator of the Parenting Masterclass. So basically, I'm a parenting coach working with parents to help them to have great relationships with their kids so they can thrive.
0: Right. Whereabouts are you, Ruth? Where Where in the world are you for our listeners?
1: I'm based in the UK, right in the middle, in Staffordshire. So I'm based in a little village in Stafford. Um,
0: and which big cities? Which where's it? Where's it? Where's that near? Where's where's Stafford? Well,
1: near? we're we're on the north side of Birmingham, so we're twenty-five miles from oh. Birmingham, which is probably the most yeah um common and um, known about city. I would have thought yeah. rather than Stafford.
0: Yeah, yeah, because i um, the reason why I said that is because um, I know it's quite close to Birmingham, and, and I'm sure listeners would have heard of quite a few listeners would have heard of them. you'd be surprised how many people would have heard of uh, Stafford and Staffordshire. So, how oh, good? What's 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 the weather like to, to, today in Stafford, and what's what's Staffordshire like for you? Well, incredibly, we've got some sunshine
1: and some nice warm spring type kind of weather today so it's really nice um so that's nice i'll be getting out in that later on all the daffodils are out and the birds are tweeting so that's quite unusual for Stafford oh, yeah. but
0: <laughs> what's what nice. you like then what Staffordshire like then
1: um well it's yeah. the old county town um yeah. i live in little haywood which is just outside of it and it's by um Canic Chase, I don't know whether you've ever heard of it yeah, and Canic, it's a yeah. nice, it's a really beautiful place forest where actually um, J.R. Tolkien lived around here once and that we it said that he based a lot of his um, stories on, on the woods where we live. so I, that's what I like to do with a lot of my time is getting the fresh air and up in the forest
0: So J.R. Tolkien so mm. he, apparently that's where he lived, wow he and
1: did
0: do once yeah, yeah so we um in the wars and for 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 those of for those people out there that don't know jail talking what sort of, what books did he write and you know some of them have turned into films he did um oh do you know him
1: i do i do go on and <laughs>
0: tell us the books <laughs> you put me on the spot and i can't
1: remember the name it's um
0: it's the books about Middle Earth, which you, yes. you
1: put the... Um, Is it The Hobbit and things like that?
0: The Hobbit, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, so you've, you've obviously come from a very famous, famous, well, famous, famous place. Um, so let's talk about, um, you, you know, your, your role and, you know, your, what's your take on things to do with mental health and, and what's happening, um, you know, from
1: your side. Well, I, I'm really, my passion comes from um, way back from when I was a child, working with children and families. Yeah. And um, it's a, a very big, long story, but I, I did come become passionate about it when I was at school and went off to work in childcare, which was my field that I've worked in all my life. And I feel... I got very passionate about understanding children's behaviour because I could see a profound. Im- can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I, I could see a profound difference in children that were getting along with their parents and others that weren't, and children that were thriving and others that weren't. And I thought, if I'm going to help kids the best, I need to understand that clearly, so I can help the parents and the children. And um, so I spent. A lot of my years working in childcare yeah. and wanted to then help parents to work successfully with their children and I don't at the time when I started this well, it was about 2000 when I went off to do my degree in psychology to find out all the theories that I felt I needed to that would be helpful for me to work with parents is that um, I did find a significant, um, oh, a significant difference in the way that we parent and how it, it helps children to thrive. So, yeah. I put it, all my interest and knowledge together in a program so that would work specifically with parents. That was a complete package of a program for parents to work positively with parents. Right. And um, it's been a love. Um, all, it's been a lifelong journey of interest in helping parents to get along with their kids. So yeah. um, I'm, it's such a wide, it's such a wide and varied career that it's hard to pinpoint.
0: One aspect of it. Mm. Yeah. So um, what, what was it that about you then that made you so, you know, you said you, you were passionate from, you a child what was it about helping others was it was that was it was that what it was you just being passionate about helping others or
1: well i think like any subject if you've got a real passion that there's a reason behind it isn't there so when i was 13 i was actually do profoundly remember sitting in the science labs thinking to myself why do some kids really thrive and some don't and at the time i know it might seem odd to some but it was a really big important thing to me that I wasn't allowed to go in the chemistry and the physics labs only in the biology labs and that that peeved me and I thought why why am I not allowed why do they think I'm not clever enough or that's not allowed and at the same time as this was going on that my parents split up so we would got trauma and turmoil at home and I wasn't feeling good about myself and I was hurt a lot so it all stemmed from that so as I grew up through school to leave school I left when I was 16 to go into childcare that it never left me because I I used to sit in this when you're a nursery nurse which you're trained as you used to sit in a lot of your job was observing kids and writing notes about them so that you could... um, plan how you were going to work with them and I I just remember seeing that you could actually see in some children's eyes the sadness that was there and others were thriving and laughing and joking and it just it was a really deep interest to me to try and figure that out so as I went along working in childcare I just got profoundly there was a interested in it and that I wanted to do something about it, basically. So I wanted to know some of the answers from my own childhood and, and help to build my own um, business in that way. So
0: yeah, yeah. So do you do you feel, came from there really? So do you feel like when you're when when in your childhood, when the time when you your mom and dad split up, did you did you mm. at that time did you feel confused? And is that what kind of is kind of is that what's kind of led you to? that path in terms of helping helping others do you think
1: I I, I tell you at the time I didn't know really how I felt yeah and I felt disconnected with myself and uh, it was only through studying from and my knowledge over the years and, and actually going deep within and looking at my own self is that I realised there was a deep, deep sadness. There mm. was a lot of anger there, but it was all suppressed. Right. And there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of frustration and anger. So, but it wasn't really coming out. It was all suppressed, and I was nobody would really know. But that, that troubled me, you know. And it, and it, it had a big effect on my self sort of confidence and my. Um,
0: and my life, really, it did in the background. So yeah, yeah. Because you you, you, I mean, you spoke about um, about parenting, and because obviously that's you, 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 one of your focuses is 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 mm. parenting. Do you feel that that ep- that episode or that time of your life that that's what, in a sense, because sometimes we have the we often say the trauma we get the trauma, like you said, it's suppressed and not it and it's not until later that we. We could be going through something or we we um we hear someone else's stories and we realize oh that happened to me and i wonder if that's what's keeping me you know in this situation so i'm just wondering you know with that situation did you when you said you felt you felt down and you you know you you didn't feel you know you to, you know yourself in a sense do you feel that do you feel that your parents were to in a sense blame because of the split or what what, because now you're actually working in, with parents and trying to make parenting better with children. What? what do you, how do you see a connection with that? Um, do you mean if
1: I, do I blame my
0: parents? Yeah, or at that time was you blaming your parents and was that, what, do you see what I mean, is that what kept the suppression in? I think a
1: lot of it was that I, I felt blame and shame for my own self. Mm and i felt shamed of the situation how does it make you feel when your dad doesn't want to see you you must be almost shamed deep to the core aren't you but you can't verbalize it you can't really understand it but you think oh i'm not quite good enough how could it be good enough if your own dad doesn't want to speak to you so it's all like confusing and you don't unless you go down and and really work through that you don't get an understanding. So I, I think there was a lot of blame on my dad, because actually he did it, didn't he? But, but I think I internalised it a lot myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you put. So I think that's what I was getting at. Is that that, that situation there as a, as arisen? Mm. You you kind of blame yourself, and and in a sense you didn't feel yourself. And then when you know you spoke about your dad. And was he not in your life for a long period after that or he didn't want to see you like you just spoke about?
1: Well, it seemed that when you look back over like 30 odd years, it seemed, although I'm talking from my own perspective, aren't I? Yeah. So it seemed like I tried every two years to contact him. We might have some kind of contact because of that and then it would be gone. So it's like that was... And it was like after years and years and years, like, what am I doing? I feel like I'm chasing somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't, maybe at the beginning he was different and that, but I can't, it's such a long time ago now, it's hard to really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that was. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm getting at is that obviously that's caused to you, for you to now pursue this this thing of um, parenting and parenting being someone, you know, parents being that connection, having a good connection with their children. Um, So after after you you got your your degree and all that sort of stuff, what, you know, you you change, Did you change roles or, you know, because you know you was always heading into that main, what was your goal in a sense after your degree?
1: My goal was to actually do what I'm doing now, which was to work with parents so that they, they could have. I actually feel that there was so much vital information that parents were getting their hands on that I wanted to do that. So I've, it was to work with parents. And what you see, it sounds a bit mad, but when I, before I was writing my program, I've written a program with a, a manual and a workbook. I actually thought I've got to get this information out of my head onto the paper. So it was for my own self as well yeah. I'm sure it, it always does come back to that but I wanted to help parents because there's vital information that yeah. they don't know about how yeah. much parenting affects a child's mental health and well-being you say yeah yeah I, that's it, really, that's it in a nutshell
0: yeah because that's um, and, and you, you're right because you, when you said then you put pen basically pen to paper, pencil to paper, whatever it was, you, whatever medium you used, that was almost your way of, like you said, you had to get this out of your head. Um, what was your coping mechanisms and what was your, you know, thought process in terms of what was you, you know, yes, until that point, you kind of, it's kind of suppress, but after that, what, did, did, did the words start to flow and, and did you start writing more and more and was that your kind of coping mechanism? mechanism?
1: think my coping mechanism when I was at school particularly was uh, messing about (laughs) having a laugh and and bringing it out like that which is not a bad thing I don't think so um but coping mechanism when I was writing it what
0: do you mean yeah just in terms of growing up and dealing with it Mm. and then up to the point where you started writing what what were your coping mechanisms you you had a laugh and and was it just so suppressed that you, you didn't even think about it up until that point
1: no, I think I it, it, it wasn't then, but I think um, what I did mostly of was I, I um, tried to please other people so that they'd be nice back to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was, I guess, I was a people pleaser type thing, which um, it's not. I'm, I'm a caring person by nature, so it's a good thing. But um, yeah. I didn't take care of my own needs first.
0: Yeah. 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 So when you obviously then when you started to write and, and then you you've got now got a manual um, and and a program in a sense. Um, did yeah. you did you set up did you set up this thing on your own or was the collective did you have friends that went with you?
1: I set it up on my own. Um, along the way, I've had some very significant help and factors. Is that I was doing it and the government at the same time. What's that? Yeah. The government set up a program, a parent campaign. It's another long story, but it it was, it tended up to be the UK's quality standard mark for parenting program. So I was part of that process and I the program's got that quality mark. So I know that that is the recommended type of things, the things that work for parents. But... I didn't have a business partner other than my kids. Have actually spent months and years helping me to yeah. design and re, redo it and reword it and um, things. Have been massive help, massively helpful and supportive. Yeah, yeah. Along the way.
0: So it's obviously something. It's obviously something that you're passionate about, and you, and it's obviously that it's something that you yes, enjoy. I am um what what how did you how, did you find that there was a lot of people out there that 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 were not um in, in fact in that's what i was trying to say is was there a lot of people out there you know that were were not um that you could access that were not um get into the situation where they could help you know work with the children or you know they weren't being kind to the children whatever it may be or they've been split up um, did you get have you noticed there's a lot of people out there
1: I think there's uh, I, I did a lot of work because the programme and my, my business was actually part of Staffordshire County Council's emotional well-being framework right. like, a few years ago which meant it was a preferred parenting support provider right. and um, they would buy in my services the county council so and, and honestly when you go around just a local estate you would be surprised how many people you think oh I've been there I've, that's it and I've been there and you think there's so many people behind closed doors that are struggling that would like help it, it's uh, it's quite sad I think but I think a lot of it parenting is done behind closed doors and struggles because there's there's a little bit of a stigma on it and people don't want to be thought of as
0: a bad parent, and it's not about that. It's been the best we can can be. So yes, I mm. do think there's a profoundly large amount of people that would like some help. Yeah. And do you think, as time's gone on, since you've started it, and as time's gone on, has that has that mental health and, and the well-being and has that got mm. bigger? Is there, is there more people accessing the project? Is it have you noticed it more on a wider scale?
1: Um. I I do feel that more people are coming to me independently because I'm trying to reach those people now because there's always a cycle of funding's gone and it's hard to um, get to the decision makers so I think there are a lot um, I think in in places like schools and things because I train the schools to use this programme I think Got more knowledge about the fact that mental health is vital, and I don't. That was never even a consideration when I started working with kids. Yeah. I, I don't. I wasn't familiar with it anyway, so I do think there's a. It's growing, which is healthy. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So your your program is obviously it's 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 now going to take another. It's going to take another kind of um a step in a sense because now you're saying that all these things are starting to happen wellness and and you know maybe even things like healthy eating and all those sort of things um do you do you go do people come to you or do you go out to them what actually what's what's the format for your for your um for your business well at
1: the moment my focus is to provide it online i used to go out to parents but That limits who I can work with. So obviously when I'm online and doing Skype, you can do it worldwide, can't you? And um, you can do it with Skype and online um, learning because I don't need to see the children. We just discuss um, positive, proven strategies that work. So I find that a lot of parents are Getting confused and frustrated with the information out there, and they try this bit and that bit for one thing, and it doesn't seem to work or make a lasting impact. So yeah,
0: and and do, can
1: definitely.
0: As I say, do I, they come to you? Do you? Is it a is it a program over a certain amount of weeks, or do you know are you are you do you get success overnight, or you know what what is it? Oh, is that varies depending on the situation?
1: Well, I have some parents. I've gone from. Some parents that use it like a a Bible, sort of like a, they do it word for word and they put a lot of effort in and a lot of, make a big impact quickly. And there's others that I um, work with for longer periods that um, are not so dedicated to it, maybe for some reason or another, but I usually do it over a six, eight or a 12 week period. But the online course, you join and then you're a member you remember for life, so you take it at your own pace. But if you're working with me on one-to-one coaching, then it would usually be about 8 to 12 weeks to see a, an impact. So, yeah. But I did work with someone not long ago and they said, I couldn't believe it. As soon as I did that, it instantly changed. So it's such a varying degree and it doesn't matter either way, you go going at your own pace. Yeah doing
0: the best you can aren't you that's what we're all doing yeah so you, you so really i mean you, you, you your 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 business and your your, your strategies are, are working well can you can you maybe for listeners out there uh, maybe just maybe two or three strategies that you that you've kind of noticed that work best in a sense um
1: well, of, I always debate on this because I'd love to just say there's one thing and it yeah. always depends on what you need but one of the top things I think you'd see the most impact with children is a lot of parents that are having struggles are telling their children what they don't want right? stop running um, stop eating your sister stop being rude and that's saying what you don't want isn't it so their little brains aren't, they don't stop and think, oh, I'd better not hit my brother. I'd better be polite. You know, they, they don't think like that. All they do is hear, sit, hear the word hit or kick or whatever, and they do more of what they hear. So one of the really easiest things to try to remember is to ask for what you want. Well, I find it fascinating with kids to do that. So I might say, um, walk nicely, please. I mean, these are little kids, but you'd say walk nicely or talk to me respectfully or can you see the difference in you actually asking them what you want keep your hands to yourself or go t- move away from your brother if they're fighting those are the things that are, you're actually saying that their brain will hear it and do it if you see what i mean yeah, does that yeah. make sense yeah it you? does
0: it definitely does yeah so basically, it's it's, it's really is, is about communication. A lot of it's down to communication. How you communicate. Absolutely, with
1: them. absolutely spot
0: on there. Yeah. Yeah, and do you find that um, with that communication comes things like situations where you you might want to say to them, or, you know, give them a hug or or um, just because for children, children always, children need. Um, they need that sense of security. Um, they do. And and that thing where it's a... They don't want someone in and out of their lives or, no. you know, a change of teacher or this, that, whatever it may be, a change, because they don't cope well with change. Um, even though we see no. them play and all that sort of stuff, they don't cope... Ch- children don't cope well with change. Um, so they need that consistency, um, that kind of continuity and, and you know and that whole, you know, the hug or, or that love and that yeah. respect from him because respect obviously goes both ways. So when, as, a, as, a, as a, an adult, I always look to, when I look to children, I always look to come down to their level when I'm speaking to them rather than me speaking as this person six foot up in the air. Um, so I kind of come down to their level and I, and, and I, and I give them my ear not me to speak into. So that's nice. So yeah. it's 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 about, like you said, it's about um, it's, it's consistency and, and continuity and, and all those things in, in their life. Um, so you're you're getting you know a lot of success, and how how do you see yourself in the future? I mean, obviously things are changing now. Things are changing. The world you know, um, human beings are changing. Like you say, there's probably more mental health and there's things happening. How what do you see yeah. happening in the future?
1: I, I my goal and aim is that I'm gonna keep um I'm gonna keep going and make this universal so everybody knows about it, that it's not stigmatized, it's normal, every parent has trials and tribulations, we're not trying to be perfect, we're just trying to have a moral compass and I'm trying to help as many people as I can to do that so that we can ultimately you could ultimately couldn't you if we did this for a generation change the future generations to have more positive resilient mental health it's it's gonna massively impact lives and families if the more we know about all these important subjects would you agree
0: yeah definitely (laughs) definitely um and and like you say um as more comes, as more and more things happen, the more things happen to us in societies, human beings, and and we, you know, yeah. so we've seen these things like the virus and keeping safe and um, all these other things. As more yeah. and more th- things happen, like I say mental health issues, um, you know, there's a, there's a there's a massive thing happening where more and more families are splitting up. Um, you know, yeah. so it's almost like a mo- you know, it's like a thing a mo- um, phenomenon where people just seeing thinking oh the grass is greener on the other side so we're just going to split um, or cheat or whatever it is and it's and those things impact um, um, children. Um, do you work with both parents if, if, the, if you see there's a split do you work with both parents or and are they both on the same page do you get them both on the same page at, the, uh, at any time?
1: Um, I work with both parents a lot. It always it always is more effective yeah. if you're both on the same page and working together. Yeah. But some parents will say, "Oh, you, you, the other parent's not interested," and I'll say, "Well, you know, the only thing we can ever do is to try our best ourselves, and and we can only really motivate or make someone else perhaps interested by actually doing it ourselves." So yeah, both parents and all.
0: Dads on their own or mums yeah definitely yeah so like you know like I said I'd like to you know what would you say what would be a lasting word and not a lasting word but I keep saying lasting word yeah. say so, but what would be your kind of thoughts and what would you say to parents out there you know in, in, a, in a few words or a few sentences what would you say to parents out there about just what, what? about the children i got to think children. of it is working with the children and, and kind of you know because I, you know, I kind of said it earlier about love um, you know they are children are here you, you've created them and, and you've got to find the way mm-hmm. to work with them and, and love them you, they're yours so it's just kind of what would you say to that?
1: Well if we want to summarise then really it's everything you've said and the fact that all kids want to be feel they they're being seen they're being heard and that they matter and and do that with the way that you parent really yeah and the the impact you have on your child's life is amazingly positive if you if we do those stay focused on being positive with them yeah
0: definitely definitely so where can you be found and have you, you know your online or website or um on social media uh
1: you can find me on facebook predominantly child behavior direct just find me there or on com. yeah
0: easy okay <laughs> thanks for coming on and uh, you know it's been good talking oh, it's to it's nice you.
1: to speak it's been
0: good talking. you too yeah it's been good talking to you and and you know i hope there's parents out there that are listening and and can get, maybe get in contact with you um like you say you're doing it worldwide now and and you're you've obviously got a proven um you've got a proven package there that's that's yeah. um, working wonders with with a lot of parents and and the children yes
1: yeah, cho- it was all about the kids in the end of the
0: day wasn't it yeah definitely for me all right then so
1: lovely to speak then
0: this was men or Nots. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.